Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hello and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and hope you all had a wonderful St. Patrick's Day, my lads and lassies. We're going to continue the show talking about Tomb Raider, Isle of the Dogs, Pandas, Love, Simon, To the Beat, and Star Wars Rebels. Right now, we're going to talk to the wonderful Arjun and Raquel about the new action-packed film, Tomb Raider. Thank you, both. Thank you so much for both of you being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. So let's get right into it, shall we? Now, this is a movie based on a video game, but it's also a remake of the original Angelina Jolie film. So there's a lot on this film. It's a lot of reboot after reboot. But what did you guys think of this film? Let's start with Arjun. Um, I thought it was good. It was definitely one of the um, better video game adaptations just because most of them are they're just not good. I'm I'm yeah. sorry to say it, but like I just don't like video game movies in general. But I thought this was an enjoyable um step in the right direction. And for the first half of the movie, I really really enjoyed it. Like I I liked the direction they were going. They were going with the more serious grounded direction without being too like overtly edgy. You know, they had they had they had a lot of comedy and I I think if there's one strong positive I can say is that um, Alicia Vikander does a great job as Tomb Raider. She really plays and realizes the character. But then something happens in the second second half. Something happens that propels the second half to happen. And from that point forward, it just becomes another video game movie. We'll get right into that because I'm curious what you mean by that. And I do agree, video game movies do have a bad representation of just being bad. And it's nice to see that this film at least has... Some redeeming qualities, and hopefully, is a step in the right direction. Um, Raquel, what did you think of the film overall? I absolutely love this film. Usually, action movies aren't sort of my thing, but this movie just had me on the edge of my seat the whole time. I couldn't believe it. My jaw was just dropped the whole time. I really want to see the movie again. Actually, just the even really just the soundtrack just kept me in the movie the whole time. To be honest. So overall, just an enjoyable experience, I'm hearing. So, um, Arjun, I'm curious. So you mentioned that, oh, it was starting out really great, and then the second half happens, and that's when it starts getting into, well, the inevitable decline. So um, without giving too much away, can you go into any more detail of why you felt like it started falling from grace? Okay, like, I guess I was I was a little bit, like, too harsh in my elaboration. Like, what I what I meant to say was that, like, as it goes into the second half, it's just not as good as the first half. And, um, you know, it starts to kind of get a little bit too over the top. And, like, I don't know how to explain this, but, like, I liked how the first half, like, they... Um, they knew what the video games were. They knew the characters. They realized it, and they implemented it really well. But then the second half, it tries to take it too seriously, and mm. a lot of unintentional comedic stuff happens. Not to say that the second half is still not fun. There's a, there are a lot of fun sequences. If if there's one thing I can definitely mention, the action scenes are absolutely amazing to watch. They are, they have you on the edge of your seat, and I also think they did the really. They they did a really good job of applying like elements from the video games into the movie without in some sequences without being too like you know just like like they implemented it really well. I'm glad we got that clarification because it sounded like 
it fell too, it flew too close to the sun on wings of video games and then plummeted. But I understand what you mean. Sometimes it just, because especially with a film like this, I feel like you need to be a bit campy, just hype up the fun and the adventure. And it sounded like it took itself too seriously, which is sad, but still sounds, it did, I, I'm guessing it didn't like dampen your enjoyment of it nonetheless, right? No, I still really enjoyed the movie. Like, I guess if the first half's quality was contained through, I would, I would have been honestly just mind, like, totally mind blown. And pro- it's probably like, it's definitely if I've seen, if I have to make a top five list of video games movies I've seen, it's definitely on the top five. It's definitely worth a watch for sure because you know I think it, I think it's a really good movie where like the characters really well realized and developed, and there are some standout action scenes too. Particularly one, um, one, one of my favorite scenes was this scene, which just reminded me of something from Uncharted and the new Tomb Raider games. And you know, Uncharted is just my favorite game to play, and it it just blew my mind watching it. And Raquel, what did you think about the action scenes? The action scenes were really well developed, especially the transitions. I can appreciate the transitions and how they didn't just jump into somebody jumping off a roof or something. Just everything was well sequenced together. It was really seamless. And also, okay, I want to go more in depth on our main actress, Alicia Vikander, who honestly looks and like feels like Laura Croft. Like, what, do you, what did you think of her performance? I think that her acting skills were very amazing. I kind of forgot that she was a real human being who doesn't do things like Rate a tune, but she did very well. Um, it felt like she practiced her character, like she got into her character, like she believed she was her character. So she did very well on her part. Wonderful. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Flugel's Project Egg Hunt. We're going to continue the show talking about Isle of Dogs, Love Simon to the Beat, and we're also going to continue our conversation with the wonderful Arjun and Raquel about Tomb Raider. So, Arjun, what would you say is your favorite character besides Alicia Van Ga- Vikander's character, Laura Croft? Ooh, that's that's a hard one. I think I'm going to have to go with Daniel Wu as Lou Ren. While his character at first, I didn't initially like him. You know, I thought, I felt like they were trying way too hard to make him seem like, oh, he's this drunk sailor, like, you know, feel for him. But, like, I really think that his character really grew on me. Because um he has like he really cares for the people um on the island there like they you know they basically get like shipwrecked on which also is the place where they wanted to go so that's interesting but um I think like I liked his like he's he kind of wants he wants to be a hero and save the people there and I think that was really well presented um so for that reason his character really um grew on me and he's also really funny at times and you know it it was just it was it was wonderful to see his character grow wonderful now Raquel what would you say is your favorite character besides Laura Croft because I think she's the obvious pick in this film um my favorite character would probably have to be um the mother um Andrea Croft it's just her character is it just develops, especially towards the end of the movie, where you realize that she's not exactly just a background character. She's not an extra character. She plays a very big role in the movie that I cannot give away, unfortunately. But she does. Her character means a lot more 
once you get to the end of the movie, once you finish it. And when you do finish it, it's just like, wow, I cannot believe I doubted her character. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's amazing. So what would you say is the message of the film? um, Arjun, we'll go to you. I guess it's to never, like, stop believing in hope, you know, because, like, there's this main underlying theme of, like, of, like, how she wants to find out, like, the revelations which led to her father's disappearance. And at times they are, they are thrown into many dead ends. But, you know, I think, like, you know, if you if you still believe in hope and try your hardest, you know, you'll, you'll get somewhere with it. And this also involves with the main movie's themes, like, of how Laura has to grow and rise to, like, the Tomb Raider. Because right now, you know, she's kind of, like, she's not quite there. But, like, by the end of this movie, I, she kind of makes leaps to become the Tomb Raider we know from the video games. And I think that is a really well presented. And I like how they went for an origin story this time rather than just, like, you know, a one-off adventure. Definitely. It's because, especially with the last Tomb Raider, we didn't get much of an origin story. We just kind of went right into it. So, uh, what do you feel like also made this film more grounded than other video game films? Arjun? I just feel like it's the it's just um, the way the character interacts with everyone. Like, I feel like from the other Tomb Raider movie, which wasn't that great of a movie, it's it's enjoyable on its own merits. But um, you know, we didn't really get too much interaction. Maybe it was just like her and this one dude. But like, I think like you can see just the way she reacts to every situation and every character. You know, I really like her sharp wit. It's just it's funny to watch her go and. I also like how vulnerable she is, which is which is something that really really caught me for caring about the character because like she is put into she is put into a situation she is messing with people who will just kill you in one shot and like that is something she does she hasn't really messed with she she is an athletic junkie like she loves to do athletics but um you know she's never been placed in a situation where she's messing with like many mercenaries and all of that sorts of things and I think the vulnerability of her character is very well presented. Wonderful. And, well, Kara, how many stars would you give this film, and what would you say is the age recommendation? Um, I give this film five out of five stars, and I recommend this movie for ages 11 to 18. How many stars do you give it, Arjun? Um, despite the weaker second half, I think the first half and, like, the characterization throughout and the action scenes balance out, you know, the weaker, out, like, the over-the-top and all of that weaker stuff in the second half. So I would give it a four out of five stars. And I would recommend it from ages 10 to 18. There were some intense scenes and some blood and violence. Understood. But it's nice to see that we actually may be in the right step for good video game films, especially since there's some good content out there to adapt. But sounds like an enjoyable film. So thank you so much, YouTube, for talking about Tomb Raider. It's been a pleasure. This film is in theaters now, so please go check it out for some fun cinematic action. With that said, I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and let's take a break. This show is sponsored by Flugel's Project A Hunt. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. 
We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back i'm sahiba and you're listening to kids first coming attractions we've been talking about tomb raider and next we'll be talking with clayton about isle of dogs welcome to the show clayton hi hi so can you tell me a little bit about what isle of dogs is about uh, well, I Love Dogs is, uh, of course, written and directed by Wes Anderson. And uh, so a little synopsis of it would be in a future Japan, where dogs are viewed as savage and disease-ridden creatures, a young boy, Atari, searches for his dog, Spots. This dystopian world created by his guardian, Mayor Kobayashi, he doesn't really take a like to dog he doesn't like dogs whatsoever and he worships cats uh atari defies his guardian and along his journey befriends uh some loyal passionate pooches who help him uh through his faithful journey of finding his lost dog oh that's a really interesting story yeah i know wes anderson is a really talented director and i can't wait to see this movie so can you tell me a little bit about the animation? Because it's not very, like, typical animation. Um, well, I loved it, and I thought the stop-motion uh, animation style of this film paired perfectly with, like, the pure grittiness of its creativity. Like, Wes Anderson is my one of my favorite directors because of his just... It's so creative, like even uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, that's another one of his stop-motion animation uh, feature films, and I I also love that film. Yeah, definitely. Wes Anderson is very innovative, and I think that all his movies are really unique. So can you tell me a little bit about the voice acting, because there's also a really great cast. There's Jeff Goldblum, Scarlett Johansson, and Bill Murray. For the voice acting, I, I thought it was great voice acting. Caillou Rankin also plays the young boy Atari, which I thought was great. He only uh, spoke in Japanese the entire time. Um, and all the dogs were very humorous. And I just, it was amazing. Like, I was laughing a lot of the time. Like, everyone else around me was also laughing. Even, like, the older audience, since I'm only, like, 18. Everyone was, uh, it was very comedic. 
Well, how nice. Yeah, I really like it when the audience also gets together. And I know you said that the uh, young boy only spoke in Japanese. Um, how was uh, the movie able to convey what he was speaking if um, he was only speaking Japanese? There was no subtitles for his Japanese. That's the like weird, interesting thing. The dogs were like made it humorous. They were like, oh, what is he saying? I don't speak this language. I don't understand it. It was, it was very humorous. It made it really funny, yeah. Nice. That's a really cool and sort of, like, again, innovative aspect. So how about the music and sound effects of this film? He made this, uh, Wes Anderson made this film a lot more quieter due to his influence of Miyazaki because he said in one of his interviews that he is highly uh, influenced by him and he uh, states that with Miyazaki, you get nature and you get moments of peace, a kind of rhythm that is not in the American animation tradition. So he tried to take his influence of Miyazaki and put it into this film, which made the, it a lot more quieter and peaceful, which I kind of really enjoyed. Oh, wow, yeah, that's really cool. I felt when watching the trailer, it would be a really creepy movie, but from hearing what you're saying, it sounds like the completely opposite. It's a very different movie. It's like very creative, like a totally different level of creativeness. That's what it is. So Yeah, I really like that. There are not too many films out there right now that I would say have like that high level of creativeness. But um, yeah, what else did you think about um, the cinematography of the movie? Um, the one thing that I like highly uh, love about Wes Anderson's stop motion animation are it's a uh, reverent humor and creativity. So the humor is like, that's the main thing. And of course I've said the creativity like a thousand times, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, could you relate to anyone in this movie? Relate? Could I relate to anyone in this movie? Real, I'm, I don't really, sp- I'm learning Japanese. That might be one, but I don't really speak Japanese. I don't know. I love dogs. That's one thing. <laughs> I love dogs. I love dogs too. (laughs) Yeah. And um, what would you say your favorite part was? Favorite part? Um, Favorite part. Wow. All of it was really great. Um, One of my favorite parts is always like during the intro or like the end of the film, there's like these drummers. There's like these three drummers drumming with like shirtless drummers and they're it's really weird but like creative i think it's like a part of the japanese like asian cultural tradition and i felt that very interesting nice yeah i'm really really excited to see this movie now and so what would you say the age range and star rating would be um uh i recommend it uh for ages 12 to 18 uh due to uh there's like some minor violence because uh wes anderson doesn't really I feel like he doesn't really censor anything he's really like gritty and like to the core like he doesn't like he says and shows what he wants to show and what he wants everyone in the audience and the people to see so um and also the sophisticated humor um and I uh give it of course five out of five stars for again the creativity and the amazing humor Awesome. Thank you so much for talking with me about this. It was my pleasure. Thank you for talking with me. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Be sure to check out Isle of Dogs in theaters today.
You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about Tomb Raider, Isle of Dogs, Pandas, Love, Simon, To The Beat, and Star Wars Rebels. And next we'll be talking about Calista with about Star Wars Rebels. Welcome to the show, Calista. Hello, thanks for having me on. Thank you for being here. So can you tell me a little bit about what Star Wars Rebels is about? Okay, basically, Star Wars Rebels is a spin-off series inspired by the Star by the Star Wars movies. It takes place in between episodes three and four, basically the final prequel and the first original Star Wars movie. And it follows the adventure of one particular rebel and his friends, Ezra, as he tries to free his planet from the Empire. Cool. Yeah, I was watching this show too, and it was really cool. I love all Star Wars movies and Star Wars spin-offs. So can you tell me a little bit about how you felt when watching this show and what sort of emotions were involved? Well, one thing's for sure is that this definitely is a Star Wars type story. Of course, uh, rebellion and freeing and like freeing the galaxy from the Empire and that sort of thing. This show does kind of... I feel the most important aspect of the show is the original characters it introduces, particularly Ezra, Hera, and a bunch of other characters. That's just off the top of my head. Um, I feel like this show was legitimately... I legitimately did really enjoy the show, as I do have very fond memories watching Star Wars with my family, so I... It, it kind of brought me back to that sort of thing, that sort of feeling. Nice. Yeah, I really like that whole Star Wars vibe. So um, how was the animation? The animation, I, I liked the animation. It just didn't have the, it didn't have the highest quality. It felt sometimes very stiff. And like, it felt like there wasn't that much movement. Oddly enough, it felt like the stormtroopers were incredibly realistic, and then everything else just was very, like, and then everything else was just had seemed to have trouble moving. As, I mean, I do like the style. It's just I feel like the movement was a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely understand what you're saying, but it is funny that the stormtroopers sort of get the plus and everyone else the minus this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say, um, what was, like, unique about this show? Something unique. Oddly, I would, I'm actually, okay, I don't want to be mean, because I legitimately, I legitimately did enjoy the show. But it did, that is kind of one of my, my only complaints, is that the show definitely didn't, the show felt safe. It was kind of like the exact same story of the original Star Wars, except with new characters. And that's not a bad thing. It's just, it felt like it didn't do anything new. Mm-hmm. No, I completely understand what you're saying. What would you say was different or special about this show compared to maybe like other Star Wars movies or like shows like The Clone Wars? I do kind of feel that I, I again I'm actually trying to figure I'm actually trying to think of something but I can't I, I I just don't feel that it tried anything different. 
No, that's totally fine. I see what you're saying. So could you relate to anyone in this show? I do not feel that I I do not feel that I could actually relate to any of the characters. <laughs> that's fine. How about a favorite character? Favorite characters. I am very interested in representation in media of different ethnicities, different ethnicities, sexualities, genders, all that sort of stuff. I'm very interested in representation. And I do like the two main female characters in the show, Sabine and Hera. I always love seeing uh, female characters who are in charge and are taken seriously. And I did legitimately like these two characters. I, I, aside from their designs, I did really enjoy how they did take the lead and they were in charge and they were important. And that just always makes me really happy inside. Yes, definitely. They were really cool characters. I loved them so much, too. And finally, what would you say the age range and star rating would be? For age range, I'd say about 8 to 18. And for star rating, I'd say about 4 out of 5. Awesome. So thank you so much uh, for talking with me, Callista. I had a great time. Of course, I did, too. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Flugel's Project Egg Hunt. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Tomb Raider, Isle of Dogs, Star Wars Rebels, and next we'll be talking about Pandas and Love, Simon. First, we'll be talking about Love, Simon with Callista. Welcome to the show, Callista. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So can you tell me a little bit about what Love, Simon is about? So, Love, Simon Simon is a romantic comedy about a kid named Simon who is a closeted gay kid 
And after finding out that there is another gay kid at his school uh, through a school secrets website, he is basically trying to figure out who this kid is while also trying to figure out how to come out to his family and friends. Interesting. That seems like a unique movie. So can you tell me a little bit about how did um, watching it make you feel? Was it exciting? Was it sad? Was it happy? So... Just for context sake, because this is very important, I do not like love stories. I That's, like, probably my least favorite genre. But I was ecstatic about this movie when I first heard about it because, of course, I'm very interested in representation. And this got me very excited. And I definitely feel that it is a movie that is worth watching. And because it, it definitely is a roller coaster of emotions because at certain times you feel that like oh this is such a cute scene and then it's like oh it's like this is such a this is such a sad scene i'm very it's like it's very it is very like instant like oh okay so i guess we're feeling this emotion now oh i love movies like that though they're like give you roller coaster of emotions and so what did you think about um the acting of course there was nick robinson playing simon and katherine longford the acting was amazing. The dramatic scenes especially were portrayed incredibly well. Of course, that is, and I, I feel like it wouldn't have been that way if it weren't for the amazing actors. I, I, I love them so much. <laughs> That's great. And what would you say about the music in the background? I didn't really hear the music in the background aside from one point, which... It is. It would be spoilers if I say what happened, but it was a very dramatic scene, and it's like the diet. It's like the only sound you hear is this is this noise in the background, and as the scene gets progressively more and more intense, it gets like more like it gets like more and more. Uh, how do I describe this? Basically, it's like the vibe. You know, sometimes in a theater where you feel like vibrations. Uh, like the movie's so loud you feel vibrations in your seat yeah that got more and more intense Ooh. yeah that's really cool and um what would you say your favorite part was uh okay uh I don't want to give it away (laughs) because it's spoilers but there are two really good scenes uh there's a scene where okay this one I can probably give away because it's not really a spoilerific uh one of the friends, one of Simon's friends, Abby, is with another kid who has a crush on her. And he tells her that, and he basically tells her that it's like, you are amazing and you deserve a superhero. So then they like, they're in the middle of a restaurant. And they both stand up and start screaming that like, it's like, I, Abby Suso, am an amazing woman and I deserve a superhero. And it's like legitimately really cute. And the other really good scene is when you finally figure out who the other closeted gay kid is and it's just it's such a cute scene I don't want to give anything else aside from that because it's it's so it's you deserve you should see it in the actual theaters because it's so good oh this sounds like a great movie and really cute too it's so adorable Uh, (laughs) oh and like you said in the beginning I'm usually not into a romantic but based on what you're saying I'm getting a little excited about it and so what would you say the age range and star rating would be age range i would say for 13 through 18 and 
star rating, I'm going with five out of five. It's just awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Well, be sure to check this exciting movie out in theaters today. And thank you so much, Calista, for talking with me. Of course, I just really, I really want, you all should see this movie, even if you don't like romantic stories. Awesome. Well, thank you. I'm going to try and go now. So thank you. Of course. (laughs) You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about Tomb Raider, Isle of Dogs, Pandas, Love, Simon, To the Beat, and Star Wars Rebels. And next, we're going to be talking with Abigail about pandas. Welcome to the show, Abigail. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. So I just have to say, pandas are my favorite animals. And (laughs) as soon as I saw this trailer, I fell in love. (laughs) So can you tell me a little bit about what pandas is about? Well, Pandas is about the amazing, adorable Chen Chen. She is a girl. And they, at the beginning, they pick one panda, and they release a panda into the wild, which is Chen Chen. And it's about, it's about basically the journey of Chen Chen. Oh, how cute. And so how are the backgrounds and the places in China? Well, the background, you mean the filming or the, the background music? Like the filming. The filming was so clear, and actually it was like a 3D movie, so it was literally, you were wearing these glasses, and it looked like the pandas were like right in front of you, like everybody was reaching their hands out trying to grab it, and there was like this forest scene, and there was like these flies coming, and actually you could hear like a shh, because people were swatting in front of their face and laughing, because they actually thought they were like, there was like literally a bug coming at them. Wow, that sounds like so much fun. And so adding on to that, how did this movie make you feel? Was it really like exciting and funny? You know, it was it was a lot of things. It was so cute throughout the film. I mean, especially with the narration of Kristen Bell, she made it sound so soothing and so upbeat and the music behind it, it was like childish. So it's like, it was so playful. I loved it. Awesome. And so how, adding on to that, how would you say the um, cinematography was, like, um, going from scene to scene? Oh, it was spot in. The fading was really good. Spot on, I mean. The fading was really good. And the scenery, it was, like, crystal clear, like nothing on it at all. Wow, that just adds to the whole effect. And I know you mentioned Kristen Bell, but can you elaborate a little more about her narration and how that added to the overall film? Well, it taught us a lot about pandas. Like, I knew when I went into the movie theater, I was like, okay, I know just a little bit about it. And then at the end, I was like, wow, I know so much about it. And when I interviewed Kristen Bell, she said that it taught her throughout the film, like, so much about pandas. And the narration was, like, spot on, crystal clear. She has that, like, always nice tone in her voice. It sounds really amazing. Oh, and what message did you take away from it? I took away was that animals, like, endangered animals can be successfully released into the wild and that you can create a bond with them. And um, the bear researcher, he and he hasn't seen, like he, he raises 
like the black bears. And when he went back into the wild just to check on them, what happened was the bear, he like, the bear smelled him and gave, gave him like a little nudge. And that's like an act of kindness. Oh, how sweet. And so what was your favorite part? Okay, I have two favorite parts. At the beginning, they were like these little pandas and they were picking which panda they, <laughs> the pandas were playing together and it was absolutely cute, like sliding down the slides, playing with bamboo, eating, sleeping, and you could literally hear the snoring. And you could, and, and um, the reason why in the movie, the researchers were wearing like, masks and like head things and like a gown is because they like to smell your breath and because when they're little like that's how they communicate smelling your breath and when they're little they have more chances to catch diseases than when they're older they just want to make sure everything is okay oh that's so interesting oh, oh my also favorite scene is when the bear researcher the black bear um <laughs> they're kind of like playing a little peekaboo behind the tree it's like <laughs> It was so cute. <laughs> oh, I love pandas. They're so playful. And were there any other scenes that you felt were just so playful and out of this world cute? What I loved is that the researcher, one of the researchers, said whether it is in 10 or 20 years, they'll always be there for them. And I just liked all the scenes throughout it. There's like a big, big part, um, but I don't want to give that away. It's a, It's a great part. So, but yeah, the film was absolutely stunning. And I think it's one of the best, like, picture animal movie right now. <laughs> oh, man, I cannot wait to see this. Just you talking about these cute yeah. pandas and getting me super excited. And so I know you said a lot of amazing things, but what was, like, the main unique thing about it? You know what? The unique thing about it is... I think everything was unique about it, <clears throat> but what was unique, I think, was the scenery. The scenery was very unique, like it was in China, and also because it taught us a lot about pandas, and hold on, I'm trying to think, there was a bunch of things unique. What was unique, and also because pandas are a very unique creature to learn about, because in 12 hours of their day, they eat and digest bamboo. Like, they love eating. They can lose weight and gain weight pretty fast. Oh, I just love pandas. And, and, so funny. and they make the sound kind of like... <laughs> like that kind of sound. Like, maybe like, kind of like a mixture of like a whimping, whimpering like puppy. Like a... <laughs> it was so cute hearing it. <laughs> Oh, how adorable. And what would you say the star range and age range would be? Oh, well, I give it five out of five fantastic stars. Get it? And I, I say every age. Every age. It doesn't matter. This is definitely a family movie. Awesome. I think we're getting so excited about pandas. We can't even speak anymore. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I just love pandas. Pandas are the best. <laughs> and I can't wait to see this. So thank you so much for talking about pandas with me. My pleasure. <laughs> Be sure to check out pandas in theaters April 6th. Let's take a break. 
I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Flugel's Project Egg Hunt. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hello and welcome back to kids first coming attractions i'm your host keeper blakesley we just got done talking about pandas love simon star wars rebels and isle of dogs we're now going to end the show with the wonderful morgan talking about to the beat and tomb raider right now we're going to be talking about to the beat so, uh, Morgan, please tell us about what this movie is. Well, it definitely is about ambitious dancers and a contest of a lifetime. I mean, everybody wants to be on YouTube these days. They want to have fun being able to be themselves. And this film is definitely all about that. So um, give us a quick synopsis because this is a smaller film that I have yet heard of. Well, it's all about these dancers who are very ambitious, and they're about, like, in their teenagers, teen years, sorry, and they're all um, trying to be great dancers, and there's a contest for, like, a really amazing pop star, and he wants some backup dancers, so he's like, everybody submit in, like, 30 seconds of work to a minute. I want you all to show me your best work so I can be able to see what happens and be able to see all your different personalities. I'm going to pick three winners and then those girls are going to go on stage. And so they have a dance competition on stage and it's basically all about them showing their true personalities and dance and basically them combining a team and seeing how well they can be able to dance as well as showing their personalities and their dance styles. Fantastic. Sounds like a fun film. So um, what did you guys, what did you think about the dancing in this film? Definitely, I think the dancing was really great. If you think about it, they do have a lot of different dancing because the choreography is really amazing and it's very precise and fun to watch. And the competitors all do have different styles of dance because Maya and Mackie, they're two different girls, even though they're twins. Like one is very in, really into tap and jazz and the other one's more in hip hop. And then Avery is really into ballerina style, so ballet. And then if you notice, all of them have, like, really fun different ways to dance, yet they combine them in little ways that 
make it all seem really fun to watch. Wonderful. So you mentioned it's about ambitious dances. So what is the message of this film? Well, it's definitely to be your true self when you're dancing and also all about sisterhood and being friendly because the competition does get very serious. And then you notice that instead of like them combining and being kind to each other and making themselves better dancers, they end up falling apart and breaking instead. Interesting. Sounds like some good messages. So uh, what did you guys, what did you think about how the film was made? So like the cinematography of it? I think that the cinematography was, well, I think it was very nice. I mean, at the same time, I think they could have, when the dance scene was going on at this, when they were showing all the girls dancing on stage, I think they should have made sure that they just focused a little more on the dancers instead of having the camera jump around so much so that way we could have seen more of their dance styles and everything. But other than that, I think the cinematography was really well done because it was very neat and very precise. And you got to see a lot of different emotions while you were watching it. Very nice. Now, what would you say is the age recommendation for this film? I would definitely say that the age recommendation for this film is probably six to 13. Kids will love the dancers and the dances. And they will also think that the personalities, the characters are very fun and quirky. And older kids that are teenagers, like the kids in this film, will probably recognize the funny moments and probably will think, oh, I'd like that character. And then I would definitely give To The Beat five out of five magnificent dance moves. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for talking about To The Beat. It's out right now, so please go check it out. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Flugels, Project Akon. We're going to continue our conversation with the wonderful Morgan about Tomb Raider. So, Morgan, we were talking about Tomb Raider earlier in the show, but I want to know what you thought of it. Give us your general thoughts. Well, mystery, stupendous graphics, and a terrific storyline and action all make this one awesome film. I mean, I love the original Laura Croft Tomb Raider, which was in 2001, which was before I was born. And now this original Tomb Raider has just topped it. I mean, you think about it. And it has more original graphics because, I mean, they are up to level. Hence, um, you know, more years in the making. And then it just had me breath breathless because it had a magnificent story, new characters. And you were just like, wow, this is crazy. Definitely. And it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very happy that it's going more in the direction of like, this can't be fun action. That's what exactly what we need. So, what did you think about Alicia Vikander as Laura Croft? I think that she was magnificent. I mean, she's the kind of girl that you don't want to mess with, and this is probably why she's my favorite character. I also like the fact that she raids tombs and runs after villains, and these happen to be some of her best qualities. And also, she has a kind-hearted, lovable side that wants to go to her father and wants to find him desper desperately. And she also has... A magnificent side to her that is daring and approachable and you just love all these things about her and how she shows all these magnificent twists to herself definitely and she's an absolutely amazing talent so uh what did you think about the action in this film i think the action is spot on i mean i really do love it because not only does Laura Croft know how to shoot a bow and arrow, which is one of my things that I do know how to do, so we had a little comparison there, 
Um, she knows di many different fighting styles, like karate, kung fu. She knows how to punch. You know, she knows how to do all kinds of different things. And you're just like, wow, I know that she's just crazy by being able to do this. And then at the same time, you're just watching and you're like, the action in this is just so packed that you're mind blown. It was definitely, they definitely really hype up the mind blowing action, especially since the ads for this is just like, enter the tomb. It's, it's great. It's fantastic. So what do you think is the, your favorite part in this film? I would say that the, my favorite part about this film, or my favorite scene, is probably when the one and only Laura Croft goes into, like, the scary tomb, and then she has to try and escape, because the villain is going to, like, try and take one of the fingers off of the mummy, and she's like, no, you can't do this. And so what happens is that they come into a turnover, and they're both going to cross over the bridge, and so she says, no, you're not going to do it, kicks off the bridge, and then the tomb starts to collapse. And I love this scene because not only there was a lot of ton of graphics, but she was just crazy. She's running at 100 miles per hour. The tomb is collapsing and nothing seems to get into her way. And you're just like, wow, if I was there, I'd be like panicking. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's just a, a rush of a film. Now, it's, it's interesting because critics have been going like 50-50 with this. Some people like it, some people don't like it. But it seems like overall, it just seems like just a fun flick. So what would you say is the age recommendation? How many stars should you give it? Well, I would definitely say that the age range for this is 13 to 18 because Tomb Raider does have a lot of violence because there is so much action. I mean, they do have to have somebody to use it on. And of course, a lot of people do get killed. So that is a lot of violence. So younger kids will probably be like, eh, scary. But older kids will love this. And they will probably think that um, Laura Croft is an amazing person. They will think that she's an awesome role model because she knows how to teach younger children as well as um, teenagers how to learn self-defense and how to use it properly. So that's something really cool. And then at the same time, she teaches them many different values of learning love. So that's something nice. And then I think that this movie does have a lot of magnificent graphics, so that's something. And then this does end up leading you to that there will be more, so that is awesome. And then I'm hoping that there will be more, because I do love this action figure, and it's a great film to make sure that it brings more into, because a lot of people do love this film, and it should be something that many generations should enjoy. Well, who knows? Maybe we get another Tomb Raider. We especially since there was multiple different video games that Tomb Raider has been a part of. So, fingers crossed. Thank you so much, Morgan, for talking about Tomb Raider. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And also, I give Tomb Raider 5 out of 5 shooting arrows leading to the lost islands of hidden treasure. And Tomb Raider is available right now. It is indeed. It's out in theaters now, so please go check it out for some fun action thriller cinematic experience. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you so much for listening. To check out our latest reviews on the newest DVD releases and movie news, go check out our website, www.kidsfirst.org. Also check us on our YouTube page where we have our latest reviews on the coolest and greatest films. Also check out our blogs. We write weekly um, weekly blogs about what it is like in the entertainment business. It is fun because we get to just talk about movies. Anyway, tune in next time for Kids First Coming Attractions. We have a lot more films coming up. With that said, have a great day, and I'll see you in the next show.
again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. 